Yo, what is good everybody and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Kagan is Randy, aka Randy Tagley, aka not Randy Cakes. <laughs> um again, y'all, I just wanted to shout you guys all out for tuning in on this podcast. I really appreciate every single one of you guys, every single one of y'all y'all listens. Um we are currently actually I'm looking at at the um at my Spotify right now where I, where I listen to my own podcast or other podcasts on um actually I'm lying I don't never listen to my podcast ever I just play it but uh so far we have client consultation benefits of being the greeter at the door professionalism and self branding is important as fuck so that's four episodes. Let's just say that this is going to be episode number five. I do eventually have to organize these and I may delete um, a lot of these uh, episodes, these podcasts, just because uh, I feel like I've been on a better role with the ones that um, that I've been doing lately. Um, I, I I feel a lot more comfortable on the mic um, the, I would say the hardest thing, um, about doing the podcast is finding my own self motivation, uh, to do this, um, whenever I want, like, again, currently the time it just struck 12 o'clock right now. Um, and I, I worked a, a full day this morning. I went to sleep mad late last night. Woke up mad early this morning. I worked all fucking day. Um, I got home around like 10 p.m., showered, kicked it, and now I'm doing this. Uh, I don't feel for, again, I don't feel forced to, to, to do this podcast at all. It's more of something that I, that I enjoy doing because, like I said in the last podcast, um, what I I actually don't even remember what I was talking about right now because I was thinking about like what I want to talk about in this in this podcast. So that's hella stupid. <laughs> um, but so recently or just like a few hours ago, um, maybe not a few, but like many hours ago, I asked you guys on Instagram, uh, on my personal Instagram, on Cake and His Randy Instagram, uh, if there's any particular topics that you guys want to talk about. And uh, five people had said around the same thing right here. And five other people said also like the same thing around here. So total of like 10 10 to 11 people um, want want me to speak about this. And I think it's cool that you guys are shooting me questions like this. Um, Because even though I'm not running out of episodes, I feel like engaging... um, uh, your guys' attention, um, and answering your questions instead of like me freeballing and thinking like what you guys want to hear. I feel like it'll be cool to, to do like these like interactions. Uh, so pretty much the questions, um, it's, it's like a two part question. Okay. So dealing with the slow days with no clients and self doubt that comes with those days. And then also building and getting clientele from ground zero. So, um, yeah. And other ones were how to get, how to get more clients, how to keep clients. Um, what are you doing during your slow days? So let, I mean, we're just going to shoot the shit again, just like how we've been doing it the, these past, 
whatever, however many episodes. I mean, to be honest, you guys, my whole breakdown with the with how I'm doing this podcast is I don't have anything written down except for like what I did earlier about like anxiety. I think it's important for me to actually have more structure with those. Uh, just so you guys can actually really walk away with something as opposed to like talking about me or as opposed to me just talking about like some barber shit. Um, but also, um, I had, I had one of the homies come over to the shop early and just told me that, I mean, he's not a barber at all. Um, and he was just saying that he, he fucks with the podcast, um, that that I'm not gonna speak more of it, but you already know who you are because uh, we sp- we spoke about it earlier today, and I'm super pumped to do an episode with you. Um, shout out to Marty, alright. <laughs> but uh, um, always positive vibes with that dude. Um, so let's go straight into it. Let's shoot the shit. Um, dealing with slow days with no clients. What answer? Which one do I want to answer more? And also, you guys, I had. I had about, I don't know, 4, 8, 12, 16, 20. I had 28 people um, send me um, questions or things that they want me to talk about. And although I'm, I don't want to talk about like certain things, um, let's just keep this all the way player and just keep it just barbershop shit. Uh, I want to actually answer these because I feel like it's going in rhythm with uh, with what we've been talking about. Or like, you know, just from from the first few episodes, I think trying to get clients and things like that. This is all in the beginning. Uh, obviously, if you're I mean, not even obviously, because right now it's like a weird time uh, to, to keep clients and, and shit like that. So um, let's start off with let's go with with. Uh, building building and getting clientele from ground zero so this is a a tough one uh not a tough one for myself but just a tough um question to deal with um right now with everything going on you know we we have this worldwide pandemic going on with with COVID-19 it's a real thing so it's going to be very hard very 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 hard to be a new barber right now going into a barbershop because it's it it probably feels like you're setting yourself up for failure because honestly right now every single fucking barbershop in the nation or uh, i mean at least the barbershops in the bay area let's just say uh are slow as fuck um let's just be honest like if you're if you are a barbershop owner in here and you're listening um or if you are a barber in here and you are busy tap in with me because i want to get um to y'all level on how how you guys are so busy because from what i know and from what i know about other barbershop owners and other barbers in the bay area right now is just a really tough time to keep clients because um we as san franciscans or bay areans we uh, we kind of depend on the um the clientele that that comes from the tech from the tech industry so with that being said a lot of people if you and if you're not from san francisco a lot of people moved out of san francisco uh during this pandemic currently we we are still like on week on month eight right now or or nine months into it right now um during this pandemic so it's going to be very hard to to get new clientele now 
with that being said, um, whatever new clientele that you guys are receiving, like working at a barbershop right now, you guys have to act like you only you like you literally have one shot to knock it out. Um, one shot to keep that client. Um, and by having that mindset of only having, um, one shot for this, um, you, you like, I keep that with me for every single client that I have, every client that I cut, I like, there is always that risk factor that you, um, that that client might not fuck with you no more. You know what I mean? So that's where like my personality kind of kicks in and I try to be their friend uh, more than I try to be like a barber or whatever, because as long as they respect me and and my um, uh, my opinions on whatever that they want to talk about, then uh, that's going to keep them coming back. Not only are the are haircuts fire, but make sure that the conversations are fire as well. Um, now, what barber or what client wants to go to uh, a negative ass barber or what kind of client wants to go to a barber who, um, who doesn't talk, you know what I mean? So like all of these things plays a big ass factor into, uh, keeping clients. Now, um, let's just say the pandemic never happened. And let me just first go off on like building and getting clientele from ground zero the the most important thing that you have to know seriously is being consistent being consistent meaning if the barbershop opens at nine and you guys close at seven you better get to the barbershop at 8 30 and leave at 8 p.m you know what i mean so if the barbershop's at from nine to seven be at the barbershop first and then leave the barbershop last now yeah you might lose a lot of time as far as uh, you not building clientele like, you know, during um, while you're waiting for clients because, yeah, you're not getting clients, but that will show um, clients that you are committed and that you stay later and you work earlier. Now, clients appreciate shit like that. Um, I wasn't always a busy ass barber, honestly, like and if, if you guys again, if you guys are clients out there that's listening I wasn't always uh, as busy as I am right now. I I got to where I'm at because I did hours like that, where I would uh, come to the shop a whole last hour before, and then I would leave the shop a whole last hour or two or three or even four hours after um, just because. And now that I own my own barbershop, like, dude, I'm always at the shop early and I'm always at the shop late. Um now for me personally i love to get to the barbershop early because i have my morning routine and also i love to make like the hot towels uh for the barbers for the day and honestly i'll be honest i've been really fucking lazy with doing the hot towels so i really appreciate my team at cake and cuts uh to take that initiative and to make the hot towels for the team because that only sets us up and and makes us less stressed throughout the day that's just something in the morning that we could do now um I love I also really love getting to to the shop early because it, it kind of sets the uh, oh, my, my bad. It kind of sets like the 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 um, the vibe that I want for the day too. 
Um, so I'll, I'll eat my breakfast. I'll eat like a, uh, a heavy breakfast that can hold me down for like four or five hours because I don't know when the next time I would eat. So I have that whole last hour to do that. And then, um, after that, let's see, um, Billy and I'm sorry, I'm rereading the questions just because I don't want to like lose too much track with it. But yeah, so like, um, the clients that I have right now, you guys wouldn't even believe how, how long, how many, or how many years that a lot of my clients have been fucking with me for. Um, so I've been cutting hair since 2002, right? End of 2002, I've been cutting hair 18 years going on 19. Um, and to this day, I probably still cut like 10 of them that are still my, like my, literally my day ones, um, that's, uh, that's been with me since the beginning of, of, of my career in cutting hair and me going to different barbershops. They've all, they followed me to different barbershops. Um, story time. I do have a client in particular. Uh, his name is Derek, who was my client. Um, uh, and I, and the, and I've had, I have clients before Derek, but I'm just talking about this right now because this, this shows like my personality that I have with people, um, and my clients. And I feel like I'm getting tired right now because my voice is already hurting and I don't know why I think it was cause I was talking a lot, but back to the story time. Um, so back in 2005, when I was at the barber college, I made a relationship with, uh, Derek. He's, he's, he's a homie from 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 the Hunters Point district and uh he followed me in every single barbershop that I went to not even followed me he found me because I would I actually cuz he was a super picky client and he only liked me cutting his hair because I mean come on I like like just not even come on I hate to sound, like sound like that but there's nobody that can cut Derek's hair the way that I cut Derek's hair um, and I know that because his hair is hard as fuck and he's super picky. So I'm really, I was really good in the beginning with being like, um, extremely respectful and professional with doing like proper consultation with him and perfect being like professional with him. And he appreciated that. And I just knocked down like four of the, four of the topics that we've talked about on this podcast already. So anyways, going back to Derek, <clears throat> This is this part is dope and you guys are going to appreciate this and you're probably going to look at my Instagram and 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 fact check me on this. Now, <clears throat> when I was at Chicago's, Derek actually got um Der- Derek is a cancer survivor. He's beat cancer four different times and uh for three of those times, I've been able or he he memorized yeah, he memorized my my cell phone number. So he has my cell phone number on lock. Now he memorized the barbershop number. But when I was at Chicago's, I didn't know where the hell he went. And then all of a sudden I got a, a phone call and it was uh, Derek's sister that had called and asked if I can go to the hospital to cut Derek's hair. Now, um, I was like, yeah, of course, uh, I'll do that for him. So I, I went to the hospital the entire time he was in the ho- he was hospitalized for a very long time. The, 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 uh, the first and second time, uh, that he was diagnosed with cancer and, um, and it was, uh, it's a humbling experience for a couple of reasons. One is because, 
uh, I'm very happy that he memorized my number. <clears throat> but two, I yeah, I, I I'll be honest with you, I did not charge him extra for me going to the hospital. Now, I do know barbers out there that would probably charge more. At that time, haircuts were twenty five bucks. Um, and this is like the, the, the first month or first year at Chicago's. And so that's what it was. I literally only charged him 25 bucks, uh, for me to go there. And there was a couple times where he was just, uh, unconscious because he was, so he was drugged out because of the meds, uh, that, that he had to take, um, for his cancer treatment. So if you guys go back long enough to when I was at Chicago's, that was like 2013, 2014 or something like that, 12 and 13. Um, you'll see that, uh, there was a couple of times that I went, I went over there, the ones that I, that I took a picture and I actually might delete those because, the, the, uh, well, I don't know, man, I, I, I enjoy that part. And, um, the, the funny thing about that, uh, going forward with the story is, he found me. He memorized my number. I cut his hair. I switched shops from Chicago's to cut to contrast. Then he found me again. I don't know how the fuck he found me at, <laughs> at cut to contrast, but he did. And then, um, uh, after that, um, I was cutting his hair the entire time at, at cut to contrast. Um, and he, Derek is the only client that I have that does not need to make an appointment on booksy he can literally just call me or text me he doesn't text me it'll be his sister <clears throat> he'll just call me and and ask me what times do i have available and he'll or or if uh when i cut his hair he'll set his next haircut up already right then and there and we'll do it manually now like that's just me being cool with Derek, and that's just that loyalty um from 2005 to, to right now, 15 years, we, we built that relationship. He respects, he respects me and my time. He is never late. He is always on time. If he, uh, I actually can't even think of a time that he was like even late. Cause, um, I don't know. He, I mean, we, we just both, uh, respect each other's time. Now this, this, uh, next part is hella dope, man. Like, uh, so you know that we were shut down this entire time. Uh, from, from March 16th to September 14th, we were shut down and I was thinking about Derek because I had no way to contact Derek at all. I was like, fuck. So like during this whole time, I was thinking about Derek, like, man, you know, I know that he, he is very sensitive to our cancer patients are sensitive to COVID-19. I hope he's okay because you know, he's, he's been sick this whole time and, um, <clears throat> I I was just thinking like, man, I hope he's okay. And then, so when we opened September 14th, um, I didn't hear from him. I didn't hear from him. He didn't set the appointment. I sent out the, 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 the blast, um, the email blast to everybody. Uh, so his sister would get it, get the email. And then, um, next thing you know, it, it was like mid October. Um, and then Derek pulls up to the barbershop. Uh, I've, I cut his hair already before at the barbershop, uh, when we were open that first month, that one month, um, in, in February going to March, I cut his hair like twice. And then this time though, it was different because he, 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 
oh, he went through the door, and I saw him. It just made me feel like so happy um, to see him, and he was hella happy to see me too. And I can't even lie, y'all. Like I get, I straight up gave him a fucking big ass hug, and I was like, Derek, you made it. You know what I mean? And he gave me a big ass hug. Like he was so happy to see me. You know, it's just like shit like that is like you know we've been through a lot together you know and i told him that uh, that i've been thinking about him that i've been praying for him and i didn't know if he was all right you know and now um we have this this lifelong like relationship with each other that you know is gonna last forever um and that shit's tight and that is uh that story time and that was like hella long i feel like that i did so let me drink some of this water because my throat is killing me pause So building clientele from ground zero, <clears throat> what you guys want to do now is whatever client that you guys get. Again, what I was saying is that you want to act like you have one shot and literally that's exactly what it is. You get one shot with this client. You get one shot to convince this person that you are the best barber for this particular client. Um, now, what any client that you like that you get, whatever it may be, I don't know. I like for me, I hate turning people down for me at the barbershop. I hate um, I hate having to turn somebody in the barbershop down because everybody in the barbershop is busy. You know what I mean? So um, that's one of my one of my biggest pet peeves is I hate watching money walk out the door because that's literally what it is. And. We're, we're having such a hard time at the barbershop, like getting clients that I feel like we literally can't um, afford to turn clients away. But there has been there. I think there's been a handful of times now, like five, I would say like five times at most where we were just like, I'm sorry, man, like we're all busy. We can't take care of you, but go ahead and take one of our business cards. And this is how you can book an appointment um, <clears throat> now. For the clients that walk in and ask, like, oh, are you guys appointment only or are you guys taking uh, walk-ins? Then I'll break down, like, a whole thing with them, like, oh, were you looking for a haircut today? And depending on the difficulty of the haircut, I would I would make that judgment call, like, okay, this dude's going to be picky and he's going to want um, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And um, let me just tell this person that we are by appointment only so he won't think that, like, I'm being rude. Uh, again, I'm the greeter at the door. So, um, I make a lot of these, um, like split decision, uh, answers to the clients and, uh, trying to make them feel comfortable because that's uh, also like part of being, uh, the greeter at the door is to make, um, a new client feel comfortable. Um, <coughs> um, so building and getting clientele from ground zero, every client matters, uh, trust me you guys that it takes time you cannot um you cannot build a steady clientele in one year you can build a steady clientele in two years but if you want to if you want to build a steady clientele within one year like i, I let me just tell you guys this right now that it's going to be fucking impossible um uh especially well, I'm not even talking like uh, with COVID being involved. I'm talking about this is pre-COVID. Uh, to build that kind of clientele, you have to form and shape your your clients that they need haircuts and they need haircuts by you, right? Like that's just how it works. Um, 
Now, it took me a minute for for me to get my clients, um, my weekly clients to come weekly. Now, it wasn't too much convincing, but you can tell what clients wanted haircuts uh, weekly or biweekly. Those ones I always make sure that I fit in because uh, say if somebody, say a client comes every single week for a month and I'm charging $50 without tip, every single week to this client this client is actually tipping me or he, this client is actually giving me two hundred dollars a month um from uh for for the haircuts so of course like you want that and then uh you just got to think about shit like that you know what i mean like this person is is paying for uh partial of my rent um and i'm gonna do whatever i can to, to keep that client now i also do this thing where um, I know the clients that I have that that are weekly. I try to move them all to one specific day. I try to or two days. I try to have them come either all on Fridays or all on Tuesdays. So if I know that they uh, get a haircut every week, um, I see the same people every Friday or every Tuesday. That's just what I've been doing for a really long time. And that's um <clears throat> One of the tricks that I learned when I was working at Chicago is that like if I'm able to move a client to a certain day because they are flexible like that, then I'm going to move them because that'll just be easier for me to fit other people. Um, <clears throat> now, let me go back to the importance of why you should stay at the barbershop like an hour late past um, closing time is because say a barbershop closes at six o'clock. Well, that's a barbershop closing at six o'clock. What time do y'all think that people who work a nine to five job, 9am to 5pm, what time do you think that they would want to get a haircut? Yeah, it would be after five o'clock and what's after five o'clock, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 PM. You know what I mean? So with that being said, um, sometimes client, I mean, clients work Monday through Friday uh, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's like a, a normal ass schedule for people. So you gotta, you guys have to all think about this kind of shit. Um, now I do know barbershops that close strictly at a certain time. And I know a lot of barbershops that close like whenever the last person is cutting. And that's the way that I like to work at my shop at cake and cuts. And that's what I like to see. Like when my barbers, like we, uh, at cake and cuts, we work past, eight o'clock every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, that's just like, that's like routine right there for, for all of us because we're out there grinding it out. And, um, a lot of people, and little do you guys know that a lot of people start calling the barbershop around five 30 or they'll start walking by the barbershop at like six o'clock PM trying to get, trying to get a walk-in haircut. And guess who's open? Like all of us, we're all open because we're not all fucking busy. Um, <clears throat> so make sure to take care of all your clients um Billy and then again you guys like uh you have to you have to teach your clients how to be good clients like if you're running if you're running late or at all if you're running late like let me just put this in y'all head to to be fucking punctual let's let's not be the stereotype of being late as fuck 
or don't be the stereotype of the barber that's always on the phone. Don't be the stereotype of the barber that's always arguing. Don't be the stereotype of like the barber who doesn't talk. You know what I mean? Because like that shit actually happens. Um, but really like the most common one is the barber that's always late and not punctual. Let's, let's all work on that together. Um, now I know a lot of y'all, um, are like, oh, like I'm, I'm never late or, or I know a lot of you guys are like, fuck, that's hard to do. It's actually not hard to do. If you know, if you know that you take a long time with cutting hair, fucking make like book people by the hour and a half or whatever. Uh, for me, I know that I cut long, but I don't cut an hour and a half long. I know I cut like 45 minutes long. So I book everybody by the hour. Um, it gives me a break in between and I also control like how many people that I cut in a day and that's 10. Um, <coughs> Billy and I keep reading this question over again because I feel like uh, every time I read it, I have something new to say, but let's go on to the next question right here is dealing with slow days with no clients. Uh, the self doubt that comes with those days. <clears throat> now, for for those of you guys that that are wondering um dealing with slow days with no clients now if you guys have no clients just be patient right just be patient don't be don't be anxious don't be overly anxious i know like again you guys have to understand that every single barbershop is slow as fuck right now across the across the nation I know that for sure. There's no, there's no barbershop that is like booming because a lot of people are cutting, get are getting their own haircuts at their house or they're growing it out or their, their wife is cutting their hair. Their girlfriend's cutting their hair. You know, there's a lot of shit like that. We're not, we're not where we're at, where we were at just last year. So just understand that part. The, the quicker that you guys understand that it's not like how, how it used to be, the, the quicker you can just be more patient and be less anxious. Um, now, uh, I know it, it's super discouraging to, especially if you're new in the industry, to be in a shop and just sit there all day. Trust me, y'all, like, that happens. That, like, there's, there's barbers at, at my shop, including myself. Like, dude, yesterday, Wednesday, I literally only had three clients. Um, but what I do with my time in between, like that's all, that's the shit that really fucking matters. Um, so if you don't, if you're, if you're not working, if, uh, how do I want to say this now? <clears throat> you always want to be working on yourself, right? So if you, if you're one of those barbers who don't have a brand to yourself, now you, this is the time to work on that brand. This is the time. If you don't have a logo, think of a fucking logo. If you don't, if you're, if you're, um, if you, if you want to build relationships in the industry, go ahead and go for a drive, go to a barbershop, link up with, with some folks that, you know, like from barber college or whatever, um, or go to a barbershop you've never been to introduce yourself. You guys, I've been, I've been doing that for a very long time. I, I love going to different barbershops, shooting the shit with them, talking shit and saying what's up and making, making sure that, that, um, I'm relevant with like everybody like a, across the bay. Um, so that's another thing that you guys could do in that, that actually motive. Like when I go to other barbershops and I see them like busy or like cutting hair, 
and I did. I took a field trip with Easy the Barber, like, like, four, like three, four weeks ago, where we just went to different barber shops, and we just shot the shit with them for like twenty minutes, and we were on to the next barber shop. That was it. Boom, just like that. So, um, that like shit like that motivates me to be like, fuck, bro. Like, I want to just be cutting hair, and um, I'm trying to be busy like them. Again, y'all, like we went to a few barbershops and they just weren't busy. You know what I mean? Like I, that that day, uh, we went to like five or six barbershops and yeah, we just weren't busy. That day as well for me, I think I only had one person for that day. So um, me being in the industry for this long and me owning kegging cuts for very little, um, these are things that, that, were, that was expected. So I don't try to like... Um, I don't like that. That's like negative shit that I don't want that I need to turn into a positive, um, outcome, like, and be more optimistic, um, about the situation. So yeah, I just picked up and I, and I did the, and, uh, we went to different barbershops. So um, try to be, try to try to not be at the barbershop on a slow day and just sitting there, not doing anything, scrolling on your scrolling on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever, even, even on TikTok, fuck it, bro, like, try to get TikTok famous, what the fuck, like, I'm, I'm way too old to be TikTok famous, I think, but, you know, I've seen a lot of barbers who are, whose editing skills have been fucking great because of TikTok, now, for me, like, yo, y'all see me doing this podcast, and, uh, you guys also know that I'm, I'm doing other podcasts as well, I picked this up because, I, I wanted to do this uh, during quarantine and now I'm getting like better. I'm feeling more confident. Um, I'm dealing with less anxiety because of all the things, all the other things that I've been doing. And um, so like, this is like my second, my second hobby that I picked up. So if you guys haven't even tripped off that, like, yo, like, dude, th like nobody, nobody is like booming right now. So don't be discouraged. Um, I know it's easier said than done to be, to, to tell y'all, like, don't be super anxious about not having clients. I know you, that you guys have to make booth rent and I know it's very tough to make booth rent right now, but this is where, you know, 2020 is just a very challenging year for everybody, especially for entrepreneurs, um, out there, everybody who has entrepreneurial, uh, job titles out there. It's tough. Um, but like what we say at the barbershop, you got to stay down for the come up. You know what I mean? So, uh, we know that, that right. Like this week though, we felt that, okay, like there's a shift in the energy that we're going to be booming for, from here on out. Um, because it's close it's, we're getting, we're, we're getting very close to the holidays, very close to, uh, I mean, dude, it's about to be Thanksgiving in fucking two weeks. What the fuck? Like in two weeks, it's going to be fucking crazy. And then a month after that, it's going to be fucking Christmas. And then the week after that is going to be New Year's. So we're preparing, we're slowly preparing ourselves for the holiday, for the holidays to come. But trip off this, we just got noticed or not. We just got noticed, but um, it's been something that Sacramento just got, got shut down again. Um, and what's, what's the next biggest city close, closest to Sacramento? It would be like Oakland or, or it would be San Francisco. So we're prepared. We're actually in the Bay area. We're preparing for, um, a second shutdown. Now this is the bullshittest part because 
I think, and just like many other barbers that, uh, that are listening to this right now, that we are an essential establishment. We are, we are essential to life. Haircuts bring fucking positivity uh, to people. And this is like my whole thing about being essential is like we like people, people need haircuts to feel good about themselves. And I feel like that right there is essentially enough. Also, we have all this schooling for um, and that, that we've we've gotten certifications from the state of California um, <clears throat> that it should be enough for us to be marked as essential. So uh, if, if they do try to shut us down, I probably will not be shut down. Um, and I probably shouldn't even have said that, but that's my plan. <laughs> my plan is to just stay open, be low key about it and, um, have like a special knock <laughs> or some shit like that. But, um, dealing with slow days with no clients now. Yeah. Again, you guys, you guys just want to keep working on yourself, working on yourself brand, just like what I, what I was talking about. Make sure that your, your brand is on a one, make sure that you're, you're doing something for your brand and not just sitting on your ass, looking at Instagram, looking at like whatever, swiping right on Tinder and shit like that. Like, yo, real shit, like work on yourself. Um, because, and also, I hope you guys have been also been trying this as well is try not to stay, try not to stay seated in your own barber chair, stand up. Um, when I was at Chicago's, that's one thing that Rob, uh, Rob told me was just stand behind your chair and wait for a client to come in and a client will come and they'll see you and you won't look like you're fucking lazy. Um, on the dry erase board in the barbershop at cake and cuts, uh, the very first rule is don't be fucking lazy. It literally says that in bold red fucking block letters, don't be fucking lazy. So, uh, with that being said, y'all, uh, I do want to continue this. I don't know if I'm going to add additional things to this, but I hope you guys really appreciated this episode. Um, I know I didn't do a shout out today. I'm not, don't expect a shout out for every episode. I just, I'll just be doing the shout outs whenever I fucking feel like it. So again, y'all, this is buzzing with anxiety. It is your host cake and his Randy. Make sure to give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter. I love y'all. Peace out.